What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Dialed In. We finally broke, finally made a podcast. We got me, Kyle, who run more for you, Cleveland. And then we got the GOAT, Dennis. Um, we're going to have weekly shows coming all year, doing uh, recaps, previews. Uh, definitely stay tuned. We're going to have hopefully a few Cleveland Browns on here. Have some cool guests coming in. Um, episode one, obviously, we're going to kind of recap the Bengals game. Um, it went pretty much perfect. I mean, probably the best week one win of my lifetime. I'm sure it's the same for Easily. most people. Um, Definitely. Dennis was there. Dennis, if you want to kind of take us, how was the atmosphere there? We didn't get to go. Uh, I wish you guys were there. Um, they were like, as soon as I was like walking downtown, like walking to the Muni, the energy was just insane. Like the weather, like it didn't even matter if the weather was bad or not, like. It was raining like on and off periodically, but like the whole like from like for me walking in to the muni to the time like I like, ended up going to Winkin Lizard after it was the energy was just there the whole time with everybody like everybody was just a big whole family that day like it was pretty insane like I don't I think that was the like latest tailgate I've ever been to like since yeah I was tailgate. we 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 were we did a space Sunday morning and we were just kind of talking about previewing the game and people were coming in talking about how nervous they are they were but i don't know why for for some reason i i was telling kyle i'm like dude i don't really feel very nervous at all like my my score prediction was 24 17 i was like it's gonna be an ugly game the weather's shitty but i think the defense is gonna show out and obviously they went up above and beyond but we fall into the trap of thinking <coughs> they're gonna be someone they're not every year but i don't want to jinx it already but I, I actually feel like this is different Oh, for sure. Every single person that came up to speak in that space was all overly optimistic, which is something, as a Browns fan, we all know that's not something we do often. Right. Yeah. With 100% certainty. People genuinely believed it, and the team made it happen. I think I think people, uh, the only the only thing they were nervous about was Watson. But, I, I mean, everybody could still kind of be, I'm not nervous about him, but I guess that's where we'll, we'll kind of start, like, I don't even know if you can give him a a fair grade just because, I mean, you saw Burrow's stats. Like, that weather was insane. We weren't there, but sideways rain. I mean, he, he said he had problems with ball. I don't think you can hold too much against him. Um, i about to pull up his stats here just so we can look at him again. Yeah. And the bad thing was... 154 yards, thing... touchdown interception, rushing touchdown. He had 45 yards rushing, though. And I think I looked... I was looking earlier, I think in the fourth quarter, he was four for four for 32 yards. Like, there might be games where that's all he needs to do right. in the fourth quarter. What are you saying, Kyle? He definitely didn't – he didn't go above and beyond to necessarily win the game, but he also didn't lose this game. He made enough plays on his feet to keep us in the game and get those extra first downs on sometimes third and short, which that's something we've never had as a quarterback who can extend drives on his feet. And that we saw just a small little glimpse of that on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, go ahead, like, like, I was listening to Ken Anthony this morning. I think they were talking about – I don't know if they said it or Kyle was saying, like, he kind of was like a game manager of that game. Like, and obviously people don't want to hear that. About 230 million. Yeah. That. But I feel like he didn't, like, right. lose that game, though. Like, like, he did everything necessary to win that game. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, like probably us and me and people – online feel like we're kind of impatient like we want to see like that watson like houston game like and it's not it's not there yet but i think, it'll, I think yep. it's coming soon. dude it's it's crazy to think i know people have been saying this but it, if you go back and look at the games he's had for us uh 80 are in just terrible weather like yep. i just want a nice hopefully I, I think monday night's supposed to be good weather but playing in pittsburgh is just there's always something it's about it it's tough as hell and their defense uh, don't get it confused. Their defense is still nice. Even I mean, Cam Hayward's out. That's going to help a lot. But they they always play up to us no matter what, especially in Pittsburgh. Oh, I mean, sure. the Niners they're, are nuts on they're, them. But. They're very well coached, too. Always. Yeah, can't, I feel can't like. Can't underestimate Mike Tomlin. Yep. Kevin will probably, they'll probably come out, run Chubb up the middle. But I'd definitely like to see Njoku more involved because – he got two catches, 24 yards. I think he only had two targets, maybe three. I could be wrong. But I, I remember tweeting in, like, the second or third quarter, 
David Njoka has zero targets, and then the next play they threw him a pass. I was like, there we go. But, I mean, they controlled that entire game. I never felt nervous. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Maybe in the how 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 did you feel in the stadium, Dennis? Were you ever like, oh, here they go again, or like, oh, they're letting them hang around? Same old Browns. Um, yeah, yeah. When I was like watching, um, I was only nervous about really the offense. Like I try to tell people like online, like people were like worried about the defense. I was never really worried about the defense. Like since like camp started, it was more and more like watching like the receivers and how they were gonna gel and how was he gonna look. But like, I, I was really only nervous like. For our offense, and are we gonna be able to keep up with Burrow if he was gonna be bet like Burrow was gonna be Burrow, or if like Jamar Chase is gonna go off, or T Higgins is gonna go off? I mean, that wasn't the case, but like I was, yeah, I was only worried about Watson and offense for real. That was really it. Yeah, I feel, I feel very confident about the defense after just one game. I know the weather was shitty, and I'm sure if it was better, I'm sure Joe Burrow's never gonna have a stat line that looks like that again. But oh, yeah. dude, never, I mean, you can't blame him when. You got Zadarius Smith and Miles. They were flying off the edge. Joke was flying. Grant Delpit was flying. Everybody was going nuts. Dude, from the from the first snap of the game, it was insane. Like here's the thing about the here's the thing about the weather too. People got to remember both teams that are playing the same conditions. So it's not like oh Burrow did this and Deshaun had it perfect conditions. They both had not less than ideal conditions. You just got to deal with it, especially playing in Cleveland. Dude, I'm pretty sure yeah. Burrow's average target was like four. Five yards or something crazy like in yep. the end like i mean zach taylor people talk about whether they think he's a good coach or not that's up for debate but they would they just out the browns just out coached them on i mean obviously oh, yeah, on the yeah. defensive side 100 works a monster but um i mean me and kyle had the the bet jack bet which was that's why you don't bet on your team because we threw that time nope. trying to harrison brian i jumped up and yelled fuck because <laughs> we needed to win 200 bucks on our bet <laughs> for nick chubb to score but he did whatever he wanted. I mean, 18 carries, 106 yards. And then I pointed out earlier, he only had one game last year where he had more than four targets and four receptions. And then I think he had his first Pittsburgh, I'm had, pretty sure. Yeah, I think in his career, he's only had two or three games. Like, And in a game with that weather, I mean, I think we're probably going to see him shatter his receiving milestones for a season. Right. And yeah, I'm he, doesn't really, dude. he doesn't really have any true competition behind him. Like Jerome Ford, potential, but he's not really proven anything to this point. Now, can he? Of course. He's great at Alabama. And then Pierre Strong Jr., we still don't know what he is because he didn't get a lot of snaps. Yeah, they didn't really go and get a true scat back. No. Um, like, I know J.D. McKissick's neck is like one bad hit from snapping, but someone like that I thought would have been awesome. <laughs> right. like, even you could even bring him in and have four. I'm sure strong would go to the practice squad. And then I don't know. You just gotta hope everyone stays healthy and then start worrying about stuff like that. But I mean, if Chubb can put up the stat line right here in a touchdown, I, why can't he do that every game? I don't know. I mean, I mean, they were they obviously respect him in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin said when you're talking about the Browns, it starts with Mr. Chubb. Said Nick Chubb is similar to Christian McCaffrey in the impact he has on an offense. I think that's. All the respect that he deserves, hitting the nail right on the head. Nick Chubb's earned every bit of respect he's getting around the league. Especially because he starts receiving the ball. Yeah, it's another dimension he hasn't really added to his game. Yeah, that's – he that's, it's looking like A-plus matchup with Cam Hayward out. I don't well, know how. Like, I feel like our whole division got like, a snake bit besides like the Bengals were like. Injured. Well, you got you got a, a rookie up there. And a, you got a rookie yeah. up there, a second year player, and then probably someone they're going to elevate from the practice squad, along with Larry O. So that's not that's not a very deep interior defensive line. We know all about that. Look at last year. Inside hey. zone up the middle. Let's get it. Yep. Literally, yeah. That I didn't get to watch any of that game. I was just I was dialed in. Yeah, I was dotting on my Browns. I was watch. I watch every single play. I don't want to flip channels. I don't want to do anything. But I mean, MVP of the game, this guy. Oh, a thousand percent. He was biggest uh, biggest acquisition of the off season by far. Be, so, so far, and the guy standing behind him, not too bad either, huh? That's what I'm saying. Hey, yeah, the both of those are in the top two or three easily. Like, I, it was in. I mean, he let the corners. He just he let the players play to their strength which we have not seen in like three right. years. 
Right. However long we had Joe Woods. Dropping back in zone, hanging out, fucking Miles was we dropping a, back in coverage. We have a room full of man coverage corners, and we would run zone 50% of the time. This week, we ran it just about as much as anyone. Look what happened. We got pressure, but we also played man-to-man, which allows you to not – you can drop an extra safety or DB and blitz if you can get three guys and just play great man coverage, which yeah. is what we saw. Yeah, let me – is it, is there any like man like in like zone like coverage like snaps or like the PFF or Jake Burns or somebody like pull it? I've not seen I've yeah. not seen that yet, but it definitely be an interesting stat to look I, at. I think I think I think uh, based on PFF, we were like one of the top five teams uh, in terms of man snaps. I have yeah. to look. There's a graphic going around, but I think we were top five. Um, I like seeing that. I mean, dude, let, let's read off this. Let's let's read off these stats. This is insane. I know this is old news. I guess you could say it's it's already been talked about. But T. Higgins, eight targets, zero catches. That is insane. Eight targets, bro. And they were, dude. They were, they were launched. There was one target where I can't remember who got beat, but someone hit Joe, and T. Higgins was open. The catch the yep. ball is like a six-yard touchdown, but it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Joe Mark, got hit. That's credit to the defense still. Little Martin, things like that make like a crazy outcome. Like, oh, 100%. Martin Emerson Jr. was running the routes for T. Higgins before he even was. He was literally locked right. in. Angel Martez, too. It's crazy. Dude, all, right? They, T. Higgins, eight targets, zero catches. Tyler Boyd, three targets, two catches, 10 yards. Jamar Chase, nine targets, five catches, 39 yards. Joe Burrow, 14, that's it, 14 completions, 82 yards, 20.3 QBR, 52.2 rating. Uh, that's probably you – could, you could probably screenshot that Cincinnati box score and you'll never see that again. Oh, probably. I don't know what I don't know what it is, but every time we play him, our coaching staff just turns into Hall of Famers. One in five against the Browns, that's unreal. That's like yeah, that's a big Ben – that's like, that's like a big Ben set line against Cleveland. Right, right. I mean, dude – Let's let's look back at this. Um, I think it was like the third play. When did Obo, when did Obo get that sack? Maybe that's the second drive. Well, Zadarius Smith almost had a strip sack the first play of the game. Right. Imagine, bro, first play of the game. You like that would have set court. the tone. Could bro. you imagine how loud that place would have been? Would have been oh the, the playoff game versus the Steelers. Literally. No, yeah, I can't believe that. Still, I still can't believe that. Oh, that that's was the wild. best night of my life. Oh yeah. Um, and I still I, thought they were going to blow it. Me too. I can't, I can't find. Oh, here we go. Yeah, first drive. Uh, Joe Burrow, incomplete. Joe makes him one yard. Joe Burrow, one yard, uh, Jamar Chase. Um, and then I think we got a penalty. Right guard, five yards. Joe Burrow, third and five, Joe Burrow sacked by Ogbo, Okoronkwo. And yep. then, dude, like this picture, I these pictures are so awesome because I've never – Every single play they made, they were dancing and hollering and doing all that. Like so fun. That well, I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw the Jim Schwartz quote. He said, "If you're not down there celebrating mm-hmm. with your teammates, he consider that considers that a loaf." And that's a we've never had that. Included. Dude, as a fan, I was. I, I tweeted something about it, but like I don't want to sound corny, but I'm like, dude, this means a lot to me as a fan to see them. They were having a fucking blast. So I know it's awesome. I know it's week one, but your players buying into what you're selling is right. huge, pretty huge. Yeah, and then I mean, obviously Juan was out, and I, I wasn't worried at all about Roddy stepping in. But oh yeah, me either. I was just I just wanted to see Juan out there for real. It was week one, right? I, know, I hope you play. But I, I mean, it did didn't hurt that this dude had uh, had to be the game of his life. I know week seventeen last year he had a crazy game, but this all around I me. Mean, look at this. That line, 91.3 grade, seven targets, 14 yards allowed. Pass breakup pressure, eight tackles. I don't think he missed the tackle. Every catch, every time they got a catch, they were tackled with them one yard when they were targeting Grant. He was just flying around. The only only mismatch we could have some, uh, for like the Ravens, for example, obviously Mark Andrews is like, if our our secondary stays healthy and they're locking down, like what has always bit us in the ass is a tight end matchup. Oh yeah, so Grant, always, yeah. If Grant Delpit can play like this and lock up the tight ends, that's dude. There's just so many levels, bro. He's like six two, six three, right? He's a big ass boy. Yeah, he's he's, he's got he's got a chip on his shoulder this year because he's got a contract year until like last year he led the team in tackles. But other than that, 
He had the Achilles injury, and then he's banged up in year two. Last year, he was first half of the year, pretty up and down, and then he settled in. And now the first week of this season looked awesome. Oh, yeah, I love it, bro. I'm about to check something with him. Do you think Track has, like, his projected value yet, or is it probably too early? Uh, over the cap, might. I should check that because I, I got to look at the safety contracts. I mean, the only one that really pops out is – well, that's a that's another thing. You got. I'm pretty sure you have Delpit and JOK this year for contracts, don't you? Newsom too. Uh, Newsom's got Newsom's got his fifth year. Oh yeah, he does have his fifth year. Yeah. Well, and Joku or Joku, uh, Joke was Grant Delpit was drafted the year before, so I'm not sure how they cured. The, uh, yeah, oh were, yeah, that's Grant true. Was drafted in the COVID, oh the, like the COVID draft. Yeah, they were 2020. Yeah. Grant was Grant was 2019. Him and him and DPJ yep. were the same draft. And was it yeah. Greedy? Oh, yeah, Greedy was too, yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I, think I, got I, Jacob, got I, think. I think we got Jacob Phillips that draft too. So the 2023 over-the-cap valuation right now on Grant Delpa is essentially 14 mil. <sighs> A year? I don't know how that works. Yeah, that would be per, that would be his APY per season. It doesn't say that, though. I could be wrong on this. Maybe I should speculate. I don't use over the cap much. It says 2023 OTC valuation. So does that mean this year he's playing at the valuation of 14 that's how, mil? That's how they val. That's how they value. Yeah, because his, his APY right now is only 1.8 because of that rookie contract. But yeah, right. dude. I mean, and that changes. They they update their website a lot. How how common is I gotta I gotta shift my mind back to basketball contracts off, or I'm sorry, football off of basketball, but. How common is it to sign a guy in the middle of the season? Because I would be cool with that. It's probably sketchy with injuries and stuff and all the. I mean, it happens a lot of times. A lot of times they yeah, like to I mean, wait just to do it in the off season, just to get the distraction out of the way. Like yeah, Mike, no. Mike Evans, he gave him a deadline, and said, "I'm not negotiating anymore." Oh, yeah. And then you have fucking Aaron Rodgers, poor guy. And that's yeah, why you get yeah. guarantees. Yeah, that's, that's why you awesome. demand guarantees. Yep. It didn't matter for him because he said it long. That's why you can't hate, can't hate a guy getting his money. Didn't even complete one pass. That's <laughs> insane. Zero fantasy points. I saw yeah. someone lose by like point zero one. Yep, I've seen that. That's unreal. Yeah. That's so sad, dude. Bro, yeah, that's. I feel bad. I mean, I feel bad for Justin. I lost because. T- Stefan Diggs had a catch with 13 seconds left, so I lost my matchup. So I know how that feels. Not fun. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, that. So nuts. Just going back to Pittsburgh on Monday, like Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz getting so much praise already. National media, local media, even Tomlin, who's a defensive guru, said Browns' new defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz fits the Browns, and the Browns' defensive personnel, especially up front, fits Jim Schwartz. And I don't think you could say that any better because they design. Every bit of this team for him, bringing in Rodney McLeod, who was on he was on ESPN Cleveland today, and they asked him, and he straight up said, "I'm here because of Jim Schwartz." I, that's high praise. Oh yeah, bro, I love that. But yeah, I mean, if you if you got guys buying into a coach, especially defense, they, like this, these guys, a lot of these guys on this defense have not been used to their full potential, and they know that, and now they're seeing like the possibility of that and how high they can go. I I don't want to jinx anything. I don't even want to. I know we're going to do our score predictions at the end for the for the Steelers game, but I I don't want to jinx anything. But dude, the way they played, I mean, I was talking Kyle earlier. He said Pittsburgh something seventeen, and I was like, dude, if they score seventeen on this defense, I'll be surprised. Oh yeah, like if they play that way again. But before before we get to uh, too much into the Pittsburgh game, I'm about to pull up. Got to pay the bills, boys. We got our first ad read. Yeah. All right. Let's go. All right, boys. You guys have seen us talking about this a little bit. Uh, fan go tickets. This is the go-to for season ticket holders. Season ticket holders to sell their tickets. Yeah, you love going to the games, but hate the fees that come with the ticket purchases. There's a new alternative exclusive for Browns fans this season. Fangirl tickets make sporting events social again by connecting ticket holders directly with the fans. Join the true dog pound experience. Get your tickets now at fangotickets.com. Sack the fees and cheer for the Browns like never before. 
Um, check out our promo links as well, guys. Uh, if you go to fangotickets.com, use code MORFUCLE, MFYCLE, the pot sign up, you get a $25 credit. Uh, first 20 fans that list tickets on there with the code dialed in, uh, you're going to be exempt from any future subscri- subscription and platform costs. And that is key. Because if you're going to be selling repetitively on there, you definitely want to lock that in now. So absolutely, and, and I think I think it's fair to note that it was started by a local guy, Ohio guy yep. started it, which is always big supporting local Damn. businesses. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yep. yep. He's from right down the street from us. Yeah, oh, guys. Really? So definitely, definitely take a minute, uh, either right now or after, and just go check the website out. If you, if you are a season ticket holder, I, I have so many friends that have had have been begging me to help them pedal their tickets out because they can't find a seller and they can't all these fees are going to hit fees. This is going to knock a lot of those out of the way. So definitely check that out. All right. Let's let's talk more about the Steelers game. I think the main talking point right now is poor Jack Conklin. My God, poor Jack Conklin. It looks so bad. So this is what we're looking at. Juan Jones. Big Thanos. Thanos Definitely not ideal. TJ the God. I just, TJ is the one guy I'll always I'll always defend when Brown Browns fans try to say he's trash. He is not trash. He's one of the best players I've ever I seen. Got, I, so gotta, I gotta read this stat from the Steelers PR guy. Steelers linebacker TJ Watt has registered fifteen sacks in ten career games versus Cleveland. Terrell Suggs nineteen is the only player in NFL history with more sacks against the Cleveland Browns. However, it only took him twenty nine career games. That's insane. Yeah, um, I'm sure it didn't help Baker was back there being effective, but <laughs> absolutely mean, didn't help. Hey, get but, your weight up, get your weight up, boy. Do you see Baker say I that? I, I didn't even, I didn't even want to look at that video. Get your weight up, little boy. Come on. But, yeah, I mean, Baker ran into how many sacks for this fucking guy? Oh, 100. percent He held on to the ball instead of throwing it. Baker definitely shout helped out. him a lot, but shout out Baker. Best of luck, bud. No hate on this yeah. side, um, dude. I'm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's probably. I mean, I'm. I'm assuming they're going to be chipping him, double team, and bringing the tight end over. David Joku could be the X factor. I mean, oh for sure. You got the tight end flipping sides. He's gotten so much better as a blocker too. He it's has. It's crazy that they were drafted right, right upon each other. If you're going to put, if you're going to put Big Thanos out on an island with one of the best pass rushers in the league, you got to help him. Because TJ's going to get there. Like, I don't care if you're Trent Williams. He's going to get there. At least once. Well, the positive is, let me see if I can pull this up. His pass block, I mean, we didn't hear his name called. I know you were there, Dennis, so it's different. But on TV, I didn't hear his name called one more one time, other than the fact that he came in and they noted that. Which, if you're an offensive tackle and I don't hear your name, that's probably the best thing that could happen to you. Yep. I said that. I said that on Sunday. So too, the, the his his run blocking grade was a thirty eight point four. However, they ran eight straight run plays in the game, so that definitely skews it a little yeah. bit. But if you're going off just pass blocking, he posted a seventy seven point eight, which is definitely above average, especially for a rookie. Oh yeah, and that's what we need with TJ. Like, if he's gonna blow up a run here and there, whatever. That's fine. I don't want to see Deshaun getting cracked from the side. Nope. Right. And I think another thing that's big is you have a mobile quarterback that's going to hopefully evade a lot of pressure. He might. He's not yeah. going to get out of everyone because nobody can. But more times than not, he's going to at least extend the play enough to where somebody might slip open or you can just throw it out of bounds. The good thing, too, is that the game was so ugly and so shitty that like we didn't really open the playbook that much. There's no. some shit brewing because – those two for deep sure. shots, the good one, like they he's were gonna there. get one. He's gonna get one. It might oh, be Monday. Sure. It might right. be Monday. I'll give you, I'll give you some leeway with Goodwin because he missed all camp with that blood clot issue. But he's been he's practicing still out, for a week. He still outran Deshaun's ball. Right. Yep. That dude is flying down the field. A little but like track speed. If, if just give him time to to load up that cannon and launch it. Yep. That's all I ask for. If, I if think you can give it, him five sec, four or five seconds. That's all you need. Deshaun can move around, dude. I mean, the thing yep. too about Dewan, he's so he's so long. His arms are so long. He's such a big dude that like, if TJ's coming off the edge, get beat outside. Deshaun can step up. Do not get yep. beat inside. Like, that's the thing with Deshaun being able to use his feet so much. It's like, 
there's not a true pocket for him. The pocket is whatever he makes it to be. Yep. Right. As long as there's not. I saw. I saw a clip of. De- I saw a clip of DeJuan Jones. He's pulling to the left side of the line, and he just ran Logan Wilson out of the play, and Chubb ran right behind him. They got yep. tackled on like the two. That's all you need. Like he's got the biggest wingspan in the NFL. If you know how to use that, you're going to be a great tackle. Exactly. He literally he can't looks teach like a size like that. Yep. He literally dude, he's like, do like, we have two six eight tackles on the team? That's the same. It's like, do we sign today? Like that dude, dude six eight two. <laughs> the guy we signed today is listed at fifty pounds lighter than Dewan Jones. And Dewan Jones doesn't insane. look like fat. He doesn't look that right. He he's looks super. He's super it, like in shape. Yeah, dude. He doesn't. I mean, yeah. I don't say he looks thin, but. Right. He doesn't look nearly four pounds. I was he six eight, 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 eight. Mike Evans called me fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, dude. He's whatever he's doing in the gym, keep it up. Because the dude's an Adonis pretty much. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad they didn't waste any time bringing in a depth piece for tackle. Right. His injuries are so brutal. Especially yep. early in the season. Sometimes they just keep stacking up. Like he's yep. you can do. Yeah, I mean I guess before we move on to the, the next part, I gotta believe that that's the last snap Jack Con- Conklin takes in the league. I think it was. Um, I think it was. Duffin he's only 20, that said, is he 28, 29? 29? Yeah. I think he's twenty nine. Jack Duffin said he wouldn't be surprised if he starts on pup to get paid because he's guaranteed his money this year and next. Which I get your money like you. Your body yeah, is big to hell. Like he's universally liked by everyone. Dude, that was. I looked down for one second, then I looked back up. Or actually, Kyle texted me and ruined the play for me, per usual, and said, oh, God, no, dot, 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 dot. And I'm like, dude, Deshaun, what just happened? And I look he up. Said and, oh, dude, I, no, I, I just instantly thought that because he just said, oh, God, dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, oh, someone got like seriously injured. No, I thought, I thought like Deshaun, I don't even want to say it, but I thought someone was injured. Oh. And I'm like, oh, who got hurt? Who got hurt? God. Yeah. Not that I felt better that it was Conklin, but I'm like, dude. And then they showed the replay, and I was like, that's it. That's yeah, it. That, that replay was pretty brutal. Looking Ooh, at his knee, it went out. It literally went out the wrong side. But yeah. I just remember two years ago, he said he was about to retire, and then the contract does make it a little more interesting because he did get paid pretty well. The bad thing is there's nothing. like I don't care who you are. The way that happened, that's happening to any tackle in the NFL. Just oh, yeah. up on. It doesn't matter how you train. It was just a fluke play. Dude, it's I horrible. hate plays like that, dude. It's like, oh. it sucks. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise. Like, Conklin just had a newborn not too long ago. Yep. He's got little kids at home. Like, enjoy your family. I cannot fault you for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you get a 300-pound lineman thrown into the side of your leg when all your weight's pushing the other yep. way. It, and there's ar- there's yeah. already so much pressure on your legs. Yep. That play happens a lot. That's yeah, scary. That would... a lot. I hate like I hate when it happens too. That's why they wear those Robocop races. Yeah. Because usually that can hold you hell, but I get it. I know. One hundred percent. I mean I I other than this matchup, the matchup I'm looking most forward to and I'm sure most of us are is definitely the, the little uh reconvening of Martin Anderson and George Prince. I don't know if that picture That's gonna be insane. Do do you guys remember that they were beefing over the um oh, over yeah. the summer? Like, yeah, Instagram. Remember? Yeah, over Instagram. Yep. We like, like I think George Pickens like deleted some stuff. I think MJ deleted some stuff. But they were definitely taking shots at each other. So this is going to be a fun matchup, bro. That's the one thing about he, MJ Emerson that I love. He talks trash, but he backs it up. Right. And they they don't have Deontay Johnson, though. Yep. Nope. Allen Robinson. Yeah. Oh. It's funny. Like, Steelers fans are, like, trying to hype him up, like, coming in this week. I don't know if you guys saw, but their offensive line really bad last week against a good. They gave up five sacks. And Kenny Smallhands, he, I'm, I don't know, I, I just never really. He reminds me of like Baker, really, bro. Like, I just think him being going to pit, people fell in love with him, which I get it. It's like kind of like Bernie Kosar from here. People yep. fell in love with him because he's a local kid, which is okay. very easy to do as an NFL fan. Dude, they just every, anybody like Pittsburgh gets. They just think he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. It don't matter like where he went to school, yep. what round, what round he was in. Like, they, and granted, they, they've been very good at drafting. I'll give them that. Oh, but for sure. They've also they've also had their fair share of misses, especially in recent years. 
Devin Bush, the one of the Horrible. biggest misses. Like, Dude, I thought he was going to be a stud. They dra- they traded up to get him number ten, nothing like tenth overall yep. pick. It's yeah, it's funny because uh, I think this beef. I mean, the beef started on the field, obviously, but I think I think Emerson put a picture on Instagram. Um, yeah. Oh, let me see this. This picture. This bad. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. George Pickens did not. He put no. He posted that last year, but I think it's been deleted. I could be wrong. Couldn't find. He probably was. He probably deleted it. Might still be on there. Um, These guys probably been beefing since college yeah. because still on there. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. They, they both played in the SEC and they played against each other, so I'm sure that's true. They were trash talking since then, and it just carried over to some AFC North like chunk. So yeah, and then and then Pickens put a picture that Pickens is deleted now because it based on this article I'm reading, it seems like Tomlin told him to calm it down. I think Tomlin basically said, "Keep your beef on the field." Right. Yep. Um, but he put he put a picture of his one catch, and then he put a picture of that sideline catch he had against him in the second game. And I mean, we got this picture up on the screen. They were going at it all game. It's so fun to watch. I don't even care. Like the thing that people, I mean, I'm not gonna flex, but like, not everyone played DB, and like playing playing DB in high school, like a pretty good school. It's it's so fucking hard, and everyone knows how hard it is anyway. But like people people act like when a DB gets beat on like one play. And you see it all over Twitter, like, oh, that's his son. Like, that's what everyone's saying. That's George Pickens' son. I'm like, dude, he made a one-handed catch, full wingspan, up the sideline, perfect coverage. That's right. that's nobody's son. You took your cap island, to bro. that, man. Yep. The, the wide receiver always has the edge. He yep. knows what he's doing. You don't know what he's doing. That's it. When he makes a catch like that, all you do is tip your cap to him. Perfect coverage, nothing you can do. Yep. You slip up. You yep. you take one For false step. For a quarter of a second. Touchdown. Yep. And that's every play, potentially. The margin like, of error is so small, man. Yep. Like, even, you see Jalen Ramsey, even he gets beat. Yep. That dude's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, dude. Yep, for sure. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's look at these questions we got. I'm about to read some off here. We just kind of discussed it. I know some of these we kind of uh, talked about a little bit. Uh Tony, Tony Battaglio says, after Deshaun ran for 45 yards on five attempts on a mix of design and improvised runs, do you expect them to work that into the game plan more on Monday night? I think you have to. Like Stefanski said, I don't know if it was the other today or the other day, he said runs like that are going to be a huge part of this offense. And you saw Deshaun extend plays with his legs. You almost have – if you don't do that as a coach, you're being negligent to your quarterback skill set. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis. I don't know if you had, if you wanted to add on that too, but I, I, I hope. I hope. I mean, I posted out his rushing line on Monday and said I'm hammering this, and he beat it by 21 yards. And if it's under 30 yards, I'm probably going to take it again. What, what was the what? line? It was 23 and a half. 23 and a half. Oh yeah. yeah I'm like, I think he had it at halftime. He definitely right. had it at halftime. I'm about to check see if the lines. Well, are here's here's another thing with even if they don't script it necessarily, you got Highsmith on one end and T.J. Watt on the other. He's gonna get flushed out of the pocket. Oh, for sure. Just yeah, have to improvise. He might even have more rushing like this he might. game than last game. Like. Well, look at this this game. If he didn't get tackled, the one run he had where he looped to the left side, he got shoestring tackled. He might have had a touchdown. Right, he could have. Yeah, it was just nothing but daylight. Plus, you can, you can. I mean, some of the some of the plays they were setting up, and and I heard that Watson audible the one. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but that's what, yeah, some, that's what, um, it was on said. that. It was on that touchdown. He audible. It, Jake Burns said you could hear him call can, and then that's when he took off. He killed the first play. Yeah, I mean, you could set some traps up big time on TJ, or some oh, way outside, sure. open a gap up the middle. Boom. And, I mean, yep. people forget how fast Watson is, dude, especially when he hits a stride. He yep. runs like a gazelle. Dude, he, he, just really he, he just flies. He just flies. It's crazy, too, because, like, I was looking back at past uh, Browns quarterbacks rushing, and I forget how many athletic quarterbacks we had. They just couldn't throw. Like, Tyrod had, like, 80 yards against the Steelers in 2018. Here's another thing I was thinking of. Did Cedric Tillman even – play on offense 
I don't know if they posted snap counts, but yeah. I, I don't remember seeing him, to be honest. I don't remember check. either. He played no targets. He might have played on special teams. Yeah, probably. I, I think he – let me double check. I think he had a couple snaps. Let me see if I can find the snap count. Yeah, because uh, in our pregame space, Dennis, there was a there was a few questions uh, asking like, uh, how do we think Cedric Tillman's gonna fit in? Like, do we think he contributes? And I said no. I'm like, if he needs to contribute already week one, I I don't see why. Yeah, the uh, yeah the way the Browns and Stefanski and Barry they develop guys, it's super like slow and like they don't like this throw guys to the fire unless obviously like Dohan Jones. Like you can't really like predict didn't have a choice like that. Yeah, so, like, but, like, I remember DPJ, when we got him, like, he slowly came along, like, as the year, that his rookie year and then his second year, so. Um, I think you're going to yeah, see I mean, DPJ packages. had one catch. Yep. He had like, one catch, think, and it was beautiful. I think you're going to oh, yeah, see packages oh, yeah, for Tillman. I mean, maybe. So, here we go. Uh, wide receiver snaps. DPJ, 66, by far the most. 89% of the snap count. Elijah Moore, second place, 51 69%. That's also because yep. I was talking about, I, I should have mentioned this earlier, I'm talking about we didn't get a true scat back. Is Elijah Moore the scat back? He probably is, to be honest. He was in the backfield a lot, dude. Like, he's he's, he's obviously not built. He's not built like Debo, but that's... No, but he's like... He's, he reminded me of Percy Harvin. And dude, his little peewee run he had where he ran sideways 45 yards. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not that normal. Awesome. So we have Amari, Amari 46 snap. 62%. And then Tillman, 11. David Bell, 10. Goodwin, 10. So Tillman had more than Goodwin. Just no targets. Right. Probably a lot of blocking. I mean, he's a big frame. He's probably going to be a solid blocker. It, I mean, they'll probably want to mold him into what DPJ is, assuming DPJ doesn't stick around. Just build the dome, Jimmy. Just build the dome. Yeah, I don't – That's. I'll say this. I don't know any Browns fan that says they genuinely like the weather. And if you say that, you're lying. Because when has the elements right. ever helped us? Never is the answer. Like the Saints game last year comes to mind every time. Like. Here's here's another thing. An article came out the other day. It seems like the city of Cleveland's kind of dragging their feet. And if something doesn't get done in the next couple of months, Jimmy genuinely could move the stadium out of, to the suburbs. You know how much that would hurt downtown Cleveland? That's cap. Dude, Jimmy's going to have to do something. Like, I mean, he wants Well, to. you're seeing it more and more with team. Like, look at the Bears. They just moved to Arlington. Yeah, Washington's move, building their stadium. You're seeing a bunch of teams do that. All right, here's a this is a good question. Watson's performance make you feel better, or worse, or the same? I don't um, really. Go ahead, Dennis. For Dennis, me, it was like the same. Like, I don't. I felt like he did like some good things, like at the line of scrimmage, like using his legs, like obviously, like the. Like him having an IV at halftime didn't help. He was cramping. Right. He he couldn't really. He was gripping the ball too much. But so I felt like he was doing Watson like things, just not like in the stat like in the stat line. Well, you will see like oh yeah, he had a good game. But um, I feel like we're almost there with him though. Like I feel like if hopefully next Monday or I don't know, like there will be like decent weather so we can see how the offense right. really looks like. So we'll see. I think I'd agree with that. Yeah. I don't really think you can fairly judge him yet. Obviously, the rain, you're still coming back. We're all still waiting to see that Houston, Deshaun, and there's definitely been glimmers, but I want to see one complete game, and hopefully Monday night in Pittsburgh, huge statement, divisional game. That would go a long way in easing the fan base. Yep. Yeah, I would. I, I think I would say I feel better because I saw we saw him go win a game. That was extremely important. That was the biggest yep. game of his career to this point. Yeah, I mean, in sure. a way, yeah. right? It has to be. Right. All the pressure in the world. Everyone wants him to fail. Um, and like like we were talking about game management earlier, I don't care. We won. He won the game. He outplayed Burrow, and he won the game. He outplayed yeah. Burrow late in the game. He could have – I mean, we saw Josh Allen. He could have fumbled. He could have threw picks. He could have done whatever. I mean, he had a couple turnovers, but down the stretch – he did what he had to do. That's all I care about. Um, the only thing that makes me feel the same, I wouldn't say worse. I think the issues that he had were the same issues he had last year, which I've been saying all offseason. I think I think some plays he plays too fast. 
And I saw someone, I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about how his footwork has been kind of messy. I think he just plays fast someplace. And I don't think he needs to, which is probably a, him trying to catch back up and get back in a groove. So I don't hold it against him. It doesn't worry me too much. But someplace his footwork and his his release is like doesn't look like Deshaun Watson's footwork or release. Right. You have been saying that all I think, summer. I like, think it'll get there. Yeah. I think it'll I mean, get there. It will. It definitely will. And I think it was even later in the game. I mean, pulling off runs like That's that takes takes a level of confidence and a level of swagger yeah. where you're in a good mindset to pull those plays off. I don't care well, that's what I was about to say. Until, we, like, the there was, like, six minutes left in the game or something, when we took everyone out, we just kind of ran the ball eight times. I think we scored on three straight drives. We had two field goals and then that touchdown, didn't we? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, we. I mean, we put our foot on their throat, which we didn't do that to anybody. Like, usually we start off super, like, fast, and then we, like, dud out. Like yeah, it was because it was uh, it was ten to three at half. We kicked the field goal, we got another field goal, made it sixteen to three, and then we scored a touchdown, went for two, and ended it twenty four to three. Yeah. Here's one. We'll do maybe like one or two more. We're running forty minutes. This is good. Um, will the Browns do some no huddle to make the Steelers defense tired? That's that's something we didn't see at all, did I don't we? I think we did. No, we didn't. No. I don't think we did. Maybe that's because of the weather, because no huddle, it leaves. I mean, I'm sure it's not as efficient in right. some analytical way. I'm sure the analytics prove that somehow. That'll but, give Deshaun freedom to call his own plays, too, going no huddle. Like, even look at the Steelers. They went no huddle before the half. Kenny Pickett called his own plays. They scored gotta, the only touchdown. you got to imagine that. I mean, if, if the game plan goes the way that I would assume it, they're thinking it will. The Steelers' offense shouldn't be on the field that much. Nope. Like Man, their defense Trent, is going to be dead. That Trent Williams quote was so funny. Like, yeah, he, he, said, break. he was hoping he was hoping <laughs> they would get a first down because he was tired of them going three now. Imagine like being a player like and saying that like that's insane. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. That's how good yep. the 49ers are, bro. Yep. That game in week what is it? Week six, I think. That game scares me. Oh yeah, like playing, just playing them, this that team is just—it's yep. not, not fun. So At least we're fresh off a of bye week, right? But I mean, if you think about it, we on paper we might be better than the Forty ers on paper. If we, we played our, really well with them. if we played our highest close. ability, I don't think it's crazy to say that the Browns should be better than the Forty ers and they could both—if they both play to the top of their ability—I mean, it's it's definitely an argument that they're top five, top seven. Uh, 49ers definitely are. The Browns still have to prove it. But 49ers they're not far just off. So, they're just so well coached. Yep. Oh, yeah, dude. Yep. Good players. The culture there is just it's pretty yep. insane. Their coaching is – I don't want to say I'm jealous of it because now I feel better that we have shorts. And I feel ba- I just feel better about, like, the locker room and the chemistry. And, like, even listening to Kevin after the game, I quoted that tweet. And I was like, I've said this a million times, but something feels different. Crazy thing is, if it wasn't for Johnny Football, Shanahan might have been here. It is what it is, though. Kevin's been awesome. Yeah, Kevin's been – a lot of people aren't giving Kevin credit. He was dialed dialed in on Sunday. He was. was. Guys were open every single play. Yep, he was in his duffy bag. Nobody was saying shit about Kevin. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) And something goes wrong on Monday. You know, they're going to be calling in the Kenalima or whatever else on Twitter, talking about Kevin's fancy needs to go. That's the thing, too, is, like, you think about the game he called, and Watson was 16 of 29. If that's nice weather, he could have been 26 of 29. There yeah. were guys wide open. Yep. He was missing guys low like crazy. They were wide open. Well, he, he had at least he had at least, one, like, he had yeah. at least one drop pass, too, over the middle to David Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the numbers. Yeah, I was waiting for that to come back and bite us, but that's the thing, like, they had that drop. We had turnovers. Didn't, we had fumbles. Didn't, didn't the Bengals win the turnover? Like, yeah, like two, 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 two zero. zero. Yeah, and, we still won. We still blow them out. Like, yep. In the past, when we've turned over like that, you just go, "Here we go." Yeah, we're about to lose. Yep. Like, oh, here's a funny one. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, Kyle. I gotta find it. Statistically, if you win the turnover battle in the NFL, you're gonna win more times than not. It's just how it works. I put this tweet. This is so funny. I just got to find it. Um, I didn't notice it 
until later in the day when I went back and looked, and I was just laughing. Uh, I tweeted, the Browns have won their first season opener since 2004, and I want to say there was a minute left, two minutes, maybe a minute left, and we were up 21. Multiple comments. Why the fuck would you tweet this? Don't do this. Don't tweet this yet. Oh my gosh, you just jinxed us. I'm like, people are still that worried? We're up 21 with a minute left? You still think there's a way we lose? Come on. Yeah, people, I was, are, dude, people have PTSD, PTSD with the Browns, bro. From the Jets I get game. It. I get it, but that's that was impossible to lose. Like, yeah, I like there, there's no, there's no like, like mathematically like outcome for that to happen. Like, I think it's uh, I think it's important to note that since '93, '94, it's the first time they won back-to-back season openers, which is huge. Dad, yeah, I wasn't like I was born in '94, so yeah. I wasn't even alive last time that happened. Yeah. Like I tweeted, it's, like, go ahead, I tweeted, like, Brad, Brad, I think, posted something on Twitter. I was like, I was in my dad's balls the last time that happened. <laughs> I was, I wasn't even a thought. <laughs> I had years to go. Um, it's just funny, though, seeing it, and, like, we're used to this, but we're going to have to start getting more used to it. Like, just winning foot, normal football games, they're breaking franchise records, and that's right. so sad, but... It is sad, bro. It's so sad. It's awesome for us that we get to witness it because, I mean, Browns fans lived and passed through years of just nothing. Right. Nothing, 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 nothing. Super pathetic. Dude, I saw a clip. Oh, I saw some some throwback clip. It might, and it, it was like this week. It might have been, uh, oh, it was, uh, it was the Antonio Brown when he kicked Spencer Laning in the face. Oh my God. Yeah. I watched that. Just remembered how bad we were that year and how every Sunday I would still get excited to get up and watch just knowing we'd go up seven to zero, we'd go up seven to zero. And I'd be like, Oh my God, that's it. That's all I needed. I know we're going to lose seven zero. We lose 35 to 12. It's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they've come such a long way, but so the last things, I mean, I'll I'll make a point on is, which I think is valid. And I, again, I don't want to put too much in the air, and and I don't want to be negative. I don't think it's negative, but like this morning, I said, uh, like Pittsburgh's coming off, they got wiped like embarrassingly. We embarrassed the Bengals. They're injured. We should be ten point favorites. We should win this game. No yeah. one can say we should win this game. These are the games we always lose. Is this yeah. team? Are we different? Are we I different? So. <laughs> I, mean, I, sent you guys that, I sent you guys that FanDuel thing, so. Yeah. If they come out. put his money they, where his mouth is. Right. They come I'm gonna out. Have to, I'm, I'm going to do that, I think. But, I mean, you, you should win. I mean, maybe not 14 points. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a blowout. But I'm saying, dude, like, they come off their best week. The chemistry is on a thousand. The vibes are on a thousand. They're running their mouth on Twitter. They're having fun. They're doing this. If they if if they were to come out and just flop, it's like, are we back to square one? I don't want to right. do that. Yeah, that's how it would feel. I mean, it would. All week we'd be like, oh, maybe we're not. We're not proven right. yet. We're not ready yet. We're not there nope. yet. They're still not there. And it's like, dude, they they should be there by now. They are there. Right. On on and paper, talent wise. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I keep seeing everyone throw up these power rankings. They don't mean a single thing. Yeah, just really let, win, win football, win football games, and everything else will take care of itself. It's just a talking piece at this point. Yeah, power rankings. Well, especially every single week they change. Yep. If you're looking at our schedule right now, you got three divisional games in the first four weeks, and if you let's say hypothetically you go three and zero in the division, that's huge. Because at worst you're going to split in the division. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that first quarter of the season is so important. People, that's another thing people downplay every year. Like, like we dropped that Jets game, and I'm like, dude, that that yep. sh- shit is going to come back to bite us. And everyone's like, oh my god, stop being negative. Let, and then you see it week 13, we're in a wild card race with the Jets and right. whoever else. And these games that they blew, you All lose that. these tiebreakers. You yeah, need, exactly. especially in our division, okay. dude. You gotta, you gotta secure some of the tiebreakers or like the the chargers game and i'm not going to kick cage work when he's down but miss that field goal at the end of the game lose that one that we should have won we let him drive that game like yep we thought he made it and i was i've never been so dead silent just leaving the stadium everyone was just fuming so we were all quiet it was, yep. it was 
Dude, I was so drunk I couldn't even see straight. I was like, did it go in? Uh, of course it didn't. Unfortunately not. Yeah, that um, that game all right, me. boys. Let's wrap this up. Let's uh, it's a little early, but I don't think it would hurt to get some score predictions out there. I guess I should jot these down so we remember just in case. Um, Kyle, you can go first. Mm, that's tough, but I'm gonna go with 27-14 Cleveland. Damn, that's really close. That's what I was gonna say. I gotta change. Yes, <laughs> what are you feeling? Um, I'm gonna over go... under set at 39 and a half. By the way, so Kyle's taking the over slightly. I'm gonna go 31. The okay, 17 Browns. Okay, uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go what I did last week. I'm gonna go a little. I'm feeling a little lower scoring, but I want. It, it sucks to predict a low-scoring game because I want to. I want us to go score. I want us to get some touchdowns. I'm gonna say twenty-eight to ten, Browns win. I was actually thinking twenty-eight for real. I think it's all because of Pittsburgh. I saw a stat: Pittsburgh under Matt Canada, thirty-six games, never had under over four hundred yards with him, and I think they've scored over thirty points two times with Matt Canada. That's insane. And people are predicting them to be. Beat the Chiefs. Like, they don't like, even like the coordinator. Like, like Andrew Filipponi said, they're going to go 14 and 3. Yep. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, you hate your coordinator, buddy. Like, they're not. Yeah. Okay. How does that make sense? Right. High level copium. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how those predictions age out. Um, That's going to cap off episode one. Dialed in. We'll have these before come we, in. Before we'll we get out of here, shout out Jim Donovan. Cleveland loves him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Nathan hit the nail on the head. Yep. 100%, dude. That was Hopefully it gets back soon. ASAP, we yes. need him right there. That's they tough, need man. him for this season. It's awful. Yeah, we do. They need to go. They need to go win for him and Jim yep. Brown. They Jim both. Up. They both deserve it. Yeah, one thousand percent, dude. And and the girl will hold it down. They'll, they'll hold it down. So. Yep. And Chris yeah, Rose, Chris, you're he's leaving us in good hands. And now yeah. I say leaving because he's going to be back. Yep, for sure. Right. He's just taking a break. He'll beat it again. It'll all be yep. good. Yep. But it's uh, just how he is. It's time. It's time for him to rest. He doesn't need to be stressed out. Watch it from your couch. Yep. It's just a stressful. Nope. We'll find out soon. I'm sure. Exactly. <laughs> Might be more stressful. Yep. So, but uh, we'll we'll probably start probably be recording these on Tuesdays. Hopefully, dropping on Wednesdays. So, uh, down on the bottom there, we got all our ads. Give us a follow. Follow more for you. Follow the dot in page. I don't know if I'm going to keep that up or not. Um. I feel like I'm going to be peddling everything I tweet on there onto our normal page, so we'll see how it goes. But we're going to be posting this on everywhere you get your podcast. Hopefully, hopefully, I figure out how to do that, and we'll throw this up on YouTube. So we got our YouTube page uh, dialed in pod. So like and subscribe, show the boys some love, and uh, we'll see you guys Monday night. Go Browns! Go Browns! Go Browns!